Hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. Eventually, we'll get a song with that starting soon. We're like one step at a time. We're getting a little closer to looking semi-professional. <laughs> Welcome to the very second episode of VR and All That Jazz. Um, we're your host. I'm Jasmine from VR with Jasmine. And I'm also Jasmine, or AKA Atom, Atom Bombadi. <laughs> We're so happy to see everybody. Oh man, there's so much that has happened in the past month. Like, wow, June was insane, ridiculous. Absolutely. Like, we forgot to even say that AWE was part of June. I think we didn't have that. Oh, that's June. right. Yeah. We didn't it's, even. Oh gosh. One month is like a lot happens in a month, especially when you have like a million showcases and a million headsets being announced and events and all that. So yeah, we were we were struggling to try to remember like, did this come out in? in a last before last month or after last month and was this part of this showcase or this showcase and like what <laughs> it's been crazy between the meta quest gaming showcase and upload showcase and quest 3 headset apple vision pro awe which adam did not go to awe she went to something else that was extra super special I, I enjoyed it. It was the Diablo launch party. I mean, like AWE, I did miss everybody. I was sad that I couldn't get to go to see, you know, my normal peeps. But but that happens every year. This, this You know, Diablo 4 only launches once. <laughs> so I had to go. Well, we have a lot to we have a lot to cover today. Also, we have our very first guest, but it won't be live. Yeah, she was in a there were time zone difficulties so we figured it was easier if we just pre-record it and then you know we can add her on to the end but she's awesome we'll have on uh tatiana she's the creative director for call of the sea and co-founder of out of the blue games which is the studio behind that but anyway i don't want to spoil too much because we'll we're going to be doing a whole thing segment with her later and mm -hmm. yeah. and we're excited for you to see it all right, let's say hi to some people because we have so many people in chat already. Um, no. GTGT was the very first one. So thank you so much for being the first person to join. You know, it's been such a busy week that I barely <laughs> I barely put the event online about 20 something minutes before this podcast started. So uh, thank you for paying attention <laughs> and being the first person to join and actually, you know, being here. We did not do oh, a good yeah. job promoting this today. That's right. We're doing a show today. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. No, but this oh, I'm so happy to. Yeah, now that I have uh, the chat open, it is really nice to see everybody. A lot of familiar faces. Yay! There's Samson <laughs> from Let's Talk Oculus, or also a great podcast brand VR. Jenna Sequa, Alakazam, Soul VC. Hello, and who else? <laughs> they made it. Thanks, brand. Um, from one podcast to the next, Samson says, "What? What other podcast?" And there's a lot now. Oh, there They're is a popping lot. up. But are there any that are all female? Yes, us. <laughs> that is this true. Uh getting things done is also here. Obscure nerd. Did everybody say obscure nerd? Maybe. Skiva. Skiva, hi, thanks for being here. Um Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> who, yeah, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> Adam, before we dive into the heavy amount of topics we have today. Can you let me know what has been going on with you for the past month, including why you missed AWE? <laughs> yeah, so putting it lightly, I, I missed AWE because of the Diablo 4 launch party, which happened like smack dab in the middle of when AWE was happening. So it was like, 
uh, I, I just couldn't. I had to pick. I had to pick, and I'm sorry, I picked Diablo. But you know what? It was great because it was in, uh, it was in LA. It took place at a church. Like this church specifically does events. It's not like a normal church. Um, and they had it all like demoned out, and they had uh, I want to call them like hired cosplayers that were acting as the classes, and they would That's like cool. take you behind these curtains and stuff, and be like, "Dost thou wait for Lilith?" And they were they were like really hardcore into it. it sounds amazing! This, like, wow, this one's really immersive, like VR. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. So I was glad that I got to go, and um, but then. Yeah, that's that's the fun non VR side on the I guess the VR work side. I'll go over it super quickly because I don't want to talk too much work, right? Um, but live. I'm just kidding, know, right? You work in the VR industry; it's good. That's true. That I could have like a way, way, way worse job. But um, we, I don't want to say too much. But we're working on sort of a like a calls project. So think of like VR chat, being able to see uh, an avatar of your friend in any game or if it's on the quest you get to see them in mixed reality like in your room for example so wait well, um, that's really cool <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to show this i don't want to show video yet because we're looking for testers yeah. so i kind of want that pure feedback um but if you are interested in trying out like we have a steam build very 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 soon we're going to have a quest build available so just message me on twitter um adam bombody and just say hey i heard about that cool VR calls thing that you're working on. And I want to be a tester because we we need testers and feedback. We want to know if this is actually something people give a shit about so we can either continue or right, move on to something else. <laughs> give a bleep about, sorry, slips. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all me. I want to hear about you. I want to hear about other Jasmine. <laughs> well, it was my birthday this past weekend. Hey, that's so. right. I forgot There's to wish some... you happy birthday. Oh, happy gosh. belated birthday. I'm so fine. sorry. Honestly, I forgot about my own birthday, to be honest, which is bad. Oh, but the good thing is actually my... My girlfriends, IRL, <laughs> that texted me and they texted me yesterday and said, hey, let's hang out Thursday and get some like and get dinner and have a birthday cake. And I was like, birthday? Aww. Whose birthday? And they were like, yours. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, well, I just, you know, I just I feel like I'm always constantly, I don't know, like on the go. And so I'm, I'm very bad at celebrating big moments. For example, I was part of the Meta Gaming Showcase, which is like the biggest thing probably that's ever happened in my life, aside from my marriage, so I suppose. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and my degrees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a very big moment for me. And I've not had a chance to like really talk about it. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, so that's your that's... birthday. Did you actually take some time off? Because you, you're like always doing something. So did, did you actually kind of celebrate and hang out with friends? Okay. So look, yes, technically, yes, I was supposed to take time off. I went to supposed. I went to Lake Tahoe and we rented a cabin and it was really nice. But then clients got upset and then we had to go take care of things. And, no. you know, yeah, I know. Mm, so send so them rough. to me. Just, I send I'll, it to I'll, you. I'll Adam, says, I don't know. Adam says you can't talk to me because it's my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know what I'll say yet, but I'll make it happen. I don't know. Send them to me. <laughs> uh, I have another thing I started doing recently. I started sewing. This is my new hobby. Mm. I know. Like by <laughs> hand or with a machine? With a machine. I bought a machine. I did, had, had no clue how to use it. I just went on TikTok, scrolled my life away. <laughs> and um and yeah I've, i have meant to have some photos ready here too for like some of the things i've been working on um with sewing it's nice because i'm always on a screen all the time so i wanted something that was very away like if i was to play a game and relax i would still be on a screen so this is my new thing need a need a irl hobby sometimes as much as we love technology <laughs> for reals yeah. but my work related stuff i have something super exciting to show everybody uh 
Look at this box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on, I got one too. Yeah, I got one too. Woo! It's I don't a box know. party. No spoilers, I guess. <laughs> you know what? It's Let's weird. Open. I also love the new, like the new papery smell. So I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, the it new has papery that, like, smell. You're you're so. Is weird. that weird? Like that new weird. magazine smell or like new copy pa fresh copy paper? You know, is this ASMR? So we, for anyone that's listening to the audio version, we are unboxing uh, some a PR box from Rival Rides. Now, the reason this is relevant is because uh, our company, Impact Reality, actually works with Rival Rides, and yours truly worked so hard on trying to make a proper experience, like an unboxing experience for people, and also like so. My the whole thing with Rival Rides is that they're a VR theme park. And I wanted this box to feel like when a creator or whoever opens it, they wanted them to feel like they were unboxing a theme park. So I hope you got that feeling. Adam, say yes. Yes, I, mine's <laughs> already open, so it kind of spoiled it. And also part of it has been eaten. So eat that, that is no longer you ate it? I haven't tried box. it yet. Oh, gosh, you ate it? Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, it's so food. It's a really pretty welcome it. card. Yeah. Well, that's also a spoiler, but um, this is a really pretty welcome card that's like all about the theme park. And I, the part where Adam's talking about eating it is actually something edible. Don't worry. It's not anything weird. It's um, <laughs> it's cotton candy inside. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to try this. I want to see. Did you like it? I mean, it's cotton candy. I, I don't I've never had like any cotton candy that tasted more special than other ones. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it was fine. Like it didn't taste bad. It's just it's sugar. Can you show what else is in the box while I like eat yes, this? Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, so one of the things I liked the most was uh you guys did such a great job with this, by the way. I'm like, it's so big. I'm gonna try to put this over. I'm here. gonna eat it. <laughs> there was a um like trading Ooh. cards. It's, 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 it's... <laughs> Hang on. Your reaction <laughs> now. I need to wait. I feel like I need to see what is this a good reaction or bad reaction? Is it blueberry flavor? I can't tell what the flavor is. It feels like uh, a lot of florally stuff, and like I'm eating, I don't know, like floral, like flowers and sugar. Mm. Generic blue flavor, like blue icy. <laughs> yes, except sugar, <laughs> more sugar. Got the trading cards. I really liked the trading cards. They also smell good. I'm not gonna say too much about the trading cards right now. I won't show them. Just other that they exist. Oh, I'm gonna show them. Um, oh, I don't know what you want me to show. What you don't want me to show? What's a spoiler? What's not a spoiler? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Is it not supposed to be spoilers? What are we not spoiling? It's your box. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. The one thing I wanted to say about the the cards is that. Um, Wow, making cards is so much harder than you've ever imagined in your whole entire life. That's all I have. Did to you say. have to? Did you go through a company to make these, or you actually made these yeah, yourself? No, I mean, like, you think I can make these myself? I can so I poorly. Like, I can't make cards. I was like, if you oh. did, they're pretty good. <laughs> um, sorry, I got excited. No, we, we did get it made somewhere, and it's just a oh, pain. Um, and then this one is a rival rides. Um, magnet that is from the awesome Mr. Taz. And man, should we? I'll just, I'm gonna go faster. I wanna see what's in your egg. I'm keeping my egg because I wanna know if they're different. Oh, have you opened it yet? Yes. Okay. Wait, did you make that? No, right? The egg? Did I make the egg? No, the, the thing, not the egg itself, the thing in the egg. 
No, but we found the person that made it. It's handy. Oh, okay. Because you mentioned like you're into sewing, but I guess that's different from no, that's right. Or crocheting. Sewing. All right. Ready? Let's open our eggs at the yeah, same yeah. time. Okay. I already know what's right. in mine. I don't know what's in yours. I want to <laughs> see if we have the same thing. One, I, I, me too. Two, three. Okay. Wow. We didn't is do it, that at the same time at all. Is it the same? Mine's purple. Oh, it's a different color. Yeah. Mine's that's your tribe color. So you're red. There's a, a pink butt. There's a nice butt in here for anyone that cares. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you'll have to watch Shake the it. video if you're listening to this because you won't see it. Yeah. There's like different tribe colors and stuff. Anyway, this was a fun thing I got to do for my job. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, you guys did a great, I can't wait to see what other uh, PR boxes you guys end up making. Cause that was, I was like, this is good quality. I mean, not that I've ever received, I guess a bad quality, but you could tell this one was super custom it made from, looking. It came from my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it was really great. I, I can't wait to see more. Good job, um, good job while, on your box. While we're eating, now that we've eaten cotton candy, um, we are, there is something that's happening this week with all the content creators, with a bunch of content creators. Um, there's a fitness contest in VR starting tomorrow. So <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So five, five weeks, right? I think it's a yeah, five, weeks. Um, five week competition with VR workout. Um, it's sort of like a, they combine hand tracking with mixed reality or VR, depending on your preference. And it's basically a, a fitness app and they, um, I guess they're going to, it's in VR gauge us. They're going to gauge us based on heart, like Expert. going over 60% heart rate and, and leaderboard, I guess. So yeah. a combination of both, but you, like, I think at the end of each week you could win, um, like a VR fitness pro, um, not license subscription. Like, there like we go. Words are hard. Yeah. And then the top prize for this right the, whoever wins all five weeks, gets a quest pro which is pretty cool so you don't so. you don't need a win then because you already have one yeah but then i could give it away to some of my community to me oh right oh. to you <laughs> wow <laughs> to you. community <laughs> i'm probably not gonna win i don't think i'm gonna win this but it will try you never know uh, some you of the people know. that are gonna be in this too i think oh gosh i can't even remember do you remember oh, gonna be in it. oh yeah tech yeah. Drew, yeah there's so many people that's gonna be in this so you'll probably see a bit of this um but Okay, we're almost to our, our intro is quite long. We have one more thing in our we have one more thing in our intro, and then we're gonna get to some VR topics. But we wanted to make this a little bit fun, so yeah, ready? Yeah, yeah. Three. Okay. Well, we're not really good at this. We're really bad at this. We're trying to show these candy at the same time. So we wanted to get like some exotic candy. So cute. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're trying to have fun. Like we want to have fun, Mark especially right drive. before like a fitness contest. It's like um, what do you call before um, what's that one holiday where you have to you go in Ramadan out? Yes, it's like when you're you're eating the thing, the forbidden thing you can't eat because then you can't eat it for like a while. I don't know, I'm terrible, but you know what I mean. Oh shoot, I wasn't supposed to look. Okay, so me and Adam are gonna both. <laughs> it smells really good. It's like an. <laughs> I like smelling things. <laughs> you do look smelling things. You're so weird. I mean, cool. It's my superpower. Sad <laughs> superpower, but. All right, so we're both going to grab them. We're going to try one or both of the same candy, but you know, obviously, we'll see who wins, whoever gets the best candy. What did you get? Imagine we got the same thing. So what I, I don't, how do I even, I don't know how to read it. I got this. It's not in English, it's it's in Korean. Mine's a haichu. Okay, yours is blue. I have to find a blue one. We didn't really plan this. Oh, wait. This it's one? got a cow on it. Does it have a cow on it? No, this, this is, is harder than I thought. I mean, the only English letters on it looks like Lottie. 
Oh, I found, I found the cow. Okay, so let's try yours yeah. first. All right. Yeah, yeah Haichu is kind of cheating. It is kind of cheating. Let's just try yours. I feel like too much. I'm, I'm going to be like so hypered out after eating all the sugar. So let's just do yours. It's soft. Is this gum? Am I supposed to <laughs> swallow this? You're making me laugh. I'm like, it's like a hybrid between a marshmallow. Oh, and milk. It's like a, it's like a thick marshmallow. It's like a very thick, extra fluffy. It's like, yeah, it's thick, but then it almost turns into like caramel. Kind of yeah, like marshmallow. Texture. Oh, that's actually really good. Mm. Okay. Did Let's I talk about some VR topics. Mm. Mm. It's all those big did I eat this shirt? Actually, that is delicious. I really like that candy. That's almost... I... Mm. Oh, I think I, I like, like fruitier. Oh, you're fruitier. Oh, you're fruitier type. I like the <laughs> caramel, milky, chocolate stuff, so... I mean, it wasn't mm -hmm. bad. It wasn't something that I'd be like, oh, that was awful. I'll never... No, you know how hard it's like, hey, I got one in my pocket. I'd be like, sure. Maybe not a stranger, but... Do you know how hard it's been for me and Adam to not eat this at all? Like, not open this? It's <laughs> literally been sitting on my desk for the past <sighs> week. I could see them. They were, like, right there. Mm -hmm. It's been awful. It has been so, so hard. You gotta, you gotta pick one, right? I did... Oh, okay, yeah. We're not doing the haichu? Okay. Well, oh, shoot. I took all of them out. Here, let's talk about what? the quest you three first. Them? Let's talk about the quest three first, and then we'll do another one. Okay. Dumper. So dumper. one of the, uh, the the big topics for today, of course, um, at the metagaming showcase was the announcement of the quest three, finally, which was all speculated. Um, the TLDR was that it's expected to release around fall of this year. Um, it's available from at uh, 499 American dollars for the 128 gigabyte model. Uh, with a more expensive version with expanded I storage to arrive ads. probably in the future. <laughs> ads! We're not getting paid for this! <laughs> don't! Don't! <laughs> How do we cover it? It's don't look fine. at the ads. <laughs> oh, here we go. I zoomed in. There we go. So basically, uh, the Quest 3 is touted to be more powerful and lighter than the Quest 2, of course. Um, has got a higher resolution and increased 120 hertz re refresh rate. Whoa! Uh, it's also said to be 40% slimmer than the Quest 2 uh, with updated lightweight controls and true touch haptics, sort of like what's in the uh, Touch Pro controllers. The um, Quest 3 is going to be VR and mixed reality with the color pass-through, but it's also going to be cross-compatible with Quest 2 games. So far, they say that, uh, you know, at least with the Quest 2 having over 500 VR games, apps, and experiences, they're only going to add more once the Quest 3 comes out. So, big news. It seems like a pretty significant update from the Quest 2, although I'm, as someone who owns a Quest Pro, which I do not, but you do, Jazz, I'm curious on kind of what your thoughts are, because it's sort of similar, except for the lack, it doesn't have the face and eye tracking like the, you know, the Quest Pro does. You know, I haven't. Okay, well, first, it's um, the price was like $500, was it? I don't remember. Adam's the one who did the research, not me. Yes, <laughs> $500 for the 128 um, for the, the base model. Okay, so um, versus what 999 or like a thousand bucks for the Quest Pro, right? Unless you win some of these competitions that have been going around, <laughs> then you get it for zero dollars for free. Oh, well, actually, you get it in blood, sweat, and tears, and emphasis on the sweat and tears. Uh, but 
Yeah, for five. Okay, so if this is five hundred dollars, so it has color pass through. Basically, sounds like the Quest Pro to me, except without the eye tracking and face tracking. Honestly, and, and it's got a depth sensor, like you know, yeah, uh, VRA was mentioning. And, and sorry, I got distracted by the chat. Um, and I have to say that you know, well, since I have a Quest Pro, I don't really like see the point for me personally to get a Quest 3, like if you have a Quest Pro, although I will say if anyone doesn't have a Quest Pro, man, the Quest 3 is like such a good deal. It's like half the price. Um, <laughs> and I, at the moment, I just haven't used my ex like expression tracking on my Quest Pro enough. Yeah, so it just doesn't seem worth it to me at the moment. Although like, did you see Thrill's video where he recreated Apple's Vision Pro's interface on the Quest Pro? I don't think so. <gasps> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I did like, since we're kind of doing quest pro and quest three comparisons, I had a question for you. Do you have the pro touch controllers with your yeah. quest pro? So I, I think the quest three controllers, they said are going to be kind of similar. So what do you yeah. feel like? Do you feel like those are significantly better over like the quest twos with the rings, for example? Oh yeah, for sure. I always clap my rings, especially with <laughs> saber. So yes. And the that tracking sounds dirty. Ring clap. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what. I don't know. Never mind. Circle. Anyway, continue. You you like the controllers? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the controllers. I think they're pretty good. The only thing is, like, sometimes they lag a little bit when you first use them. Um, there's like a slight delay between turning on the headset and this, and so sometimes like shake it. <laughs> mm. But outside of that, yeah, they work pretty well for me. Yeah, I guess you can use those with the Quest 3 as well if you wanted to, like if you... I don't know. So the Quest to... 3 controllers actually didn't have cameras on them. So I think they're being tracked the same way that the Quest 2 ones are. At least we didn't see, and like no one's really seen any cameras. See? Oh, wait, shoot. I'm not sharing my screen. These don't have, um, these don't have the cameras like the Quest Pro. Huh. I thought I read somewhere that you could use the those with the touch pro controllers with the quest three, but I could be wrong. I could, they, they look so similar to me other than I guess the color that. Uh, they do look really similar. I, I think, have a hard time like discerning them. I will say I'm very excited for the quest three, despite the fact that like I am probably, Ooh, wow. Um, <laughs> despite the fact New that video. I'm probably going to keep using my quest pro because I was honestly, I was getting pretty sick of my Quest 2 by the time I replaced it with my Pro, which was, you know, just about, I replaced my Quest 2 with my Pro about a year ago. And after I did that, a lot of people in my comments everywhere on TikTok specifically say, do you ever use the white one anymore? The white one? <laughs> <laughs> and no, the answer is no, it's so uncomfortable. And I'm really excited for a lot of people that, um, for a lot of people that have the Quest 2 or people that aren't in the VR industry at all yet, I'm excited that there is the Quest 3 for them and that'll be a good option. I'm just happy to finally get color pass through. Like, I think the Quest 3 is something I'm not going to pass up on. I, I didn't, and I don't have, like I said, the uh, the Quest Pro, but when I get to see all of the really cool, like mixed reality, I think is kind of growing on me. Like there's a lot of cool showings for different games that are coming out or applications like um, Aspire 2's got their like mixed reality thing. Um, there was some like roller coaster game that I kind of really liked. Um, Demio, like I, whenever I want to record something in mixed reality, it looks, it's just so bad. It's so bad mm -hmm, on the quest. Mm -hmm, just, it's just mm -hmm. black and white and it's mm -hmm. so it's low. It's so I, I'm very excited for an upgrade in that sense where I can finally like, okay, What's I actually do want to show My What's main headsets. Headset? 
I want to say, you know, I, I use my index and my quest pretty evenly. And I'll say that because the quest I use for more normal everyday things, like I use it for mm. fitness and meditation, but the index I use a lot. NVR? I do. You are yes. so cute. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like it's good because I it's like having it's blinders great. on. I'm so, proud so it of forces you. me to focus. So I'm not like, oh, I got to clean up that thing in my room or whatever. There's so many distractions. But yeah, yeah the, the index I use for like work or gaming mostly. But I but um, the quests, like I said, fitness, meditation. But if there's a like a, a game that I feel like I could just play on the couch, like a story game, like Call of the Sea or something that's not mm -hmm. shootery actiony, then I. I like playing it on the quest just because it's portable for that reason too. But yeah, I'm I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be getting the quest three so I can experience all of that. I mean, honestly, higher I'll death probably stuff. get it too. I'll get it also. I mean, come on, let's be real now. Um, <laughs> I think the uh, last time we said that the big screen Beyond was the only one that we've been like, dang it, <laughs> this close. If I only had more money, just like you know. Um, anyway, but speaking of more money. The Apple Vision Pro also like what? I know this. I feel like this topic's already been discussed at length. But what do you think about it? Um, I think for me personally, it's really it's a really great headset, but it's not for me. Mostly because I I'm an Android person. I the last Apple product I had was like maybe an old tablet and a iPod. <laughs> so I feel like it'd be wasted on me if I if I was an Apple person. And I had, you know, like the MacBooks, iPhone to kind of integrate with the headset, I feel like it'd be fantastic. But I also, uh, you know, the price point is what like $3,500. Um, little, little steep. And I'm more of a, a gamer. Like, I think this is going to be fantastic like finally the headset that will actually prove to help with productivity because like i know we've had other companies that have tried but i think this one will succeed so i i am thrilled about it i just don't think i'll be getting it personally but i want to hear your thoughts i'm conflicted uh it's just so expensive and so i really need to try this to know if it's something i'll use all the time because if i'm spending thirty five hundred dollars on this i need to use it all the time for it to be worth it if i'm not use if the thing for me, so the reason I think that the Quest Pro hasn't taken off as a productivity headset is because it does productivity, like a, it does a good job at productivity, but does it do an even better job at productivity than what you already have? I don't know. I think it's about on par, which is a good start. It's on par, but like to convince me to do something other than what is already my norm, it needs to be easier, better or something like people don't like change. So yeah, that's true because like app, you know, this headset's going to be on the same, um, not system, but it's going to be a Mac product. So you can literally go from, you know, one screen to another without having to install like a million different apps or use a link cable or, you know, air link well, according to what they said. Anyway, it, it should be pretty seamless. Like you just look at the screen and it does some kind of magic wizardry to just, you know, transfer all that information to your headset, which is like, which is key. You don't want to go through all that extra crap just to work. I'm like, I could just sit down here and do that. <laughs> you know what surprised me the most about the Vision Pro is everyone oh, everyone thought that Apple was going to come out with an augmented reality headset and it was going to be AR and that was the thing. And then they came out with a VR headset. I'm so, so glad that it doesn't look like what the like 
concept renders that people were predicting because they were really no offense to whoever did those renders but they were ugly looking so once i saw the actual product i was like oh yeah okay this looks like an apple product this is pretty like this really? is a pretty looking headset you, really? you don't like the way it looks you think it's pretty <laughs> i think it's pretty i mean i, I even, know what, what don't you like about it what is this that thing in the back is like so thick and then it has a weird it's stretchy Oh man, no, I don't. I mean, okay, it has elements of apple appleness to it, you know, like it has the like bubbly front face, and it has like that side strap looks very much like your Apple Watch or something. It has bubbly aspects to it. But I don't. I wouldn't necessarily like walk up to someone and be like, "Whoa, that looks really beautiful." Like, well, look I don't at the back of his head. Like, Tell I me that the back of his head looks pretty. Well, this is something that you couldn't quite get, like, be using at Starbucks or, like, walking outside yeah. with. I don't think we're there yet. But as far as, you know, using in an office or at home, like, kind of relatively private, like, I think it's fine. Oh, actually, I just noticed something else, though. Because of the, in my case, because of the color of the fabric, though, that wouldn't work with my hair because I destroy headphones. Like, the inside oh. of my headphones are dyed red. red. Oh, sweat, man, and then after I do my that. hair... So I did I, like, think I would have the, to replace that. I definitely thought that the fact that it's like this light color, I mean, come on. It's at least they made it, I guess, a gray color, but yeah, I no, I don't think it looks pretty per se. So. What do you think about the the eye eyesight, like being able to oh. see the person's eyes and, and the other person can see when someone's like walking in? It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> um the eye like oh gosh, okay. I talked about this before on my channel, but the fact that you can see, like someone else can see your eyes, I just don't know if that was worth whatever extra cost they had to put into the engineering and adding that additional screen. Like that screen on the outside is solely used to make it look like you have eyes there. Like, is it really worth all that additional material and the cost? And I just, I don't know. I don't, and a lot of people think it's kind of creepy, but I guess we'll see. Like until I get my hands on this, which I probably will get my hands on this. <laughs> uh, Take a bite of kidney. Yeah, that's why I have to work so hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I do think that this will be very good for productivity. And the, the great thing about it is now everyone's talking about um, VR, AR, and even people like, you know, that aren't in this space um, are talking about it. And I think that that's exciting. So we're going to see that in 2024. Yeah, I, I I mean, I still think overall, like I said, that it's a good thing. I feel like now we're starting to see a division of headsets that are like, you know, you've got PC VR hardcore. You've got uh, Quest, yeah. which are more for like casual gamers. You've got PSVR, which is kind of like in the middle. You've got console VR people. And now you've got, uh, you know, Apple Vision Pro, which will be more for like work and productivity and movie watching. Like we're starting to see more division of headsets for different use types. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And Definitely. It's it's so cute because I'll get, you know, friends or family that know I do the VR thing and then they see this. Like I haven't had... Like once the quest came out, I remember family members would be like, Oh, have you seen this thing? But that it's been a long time since the quest two came out. So now I'm getting Apple vision pro texts and emails like, Oh, have you seen this headset that's come out? Cause it's big enough mainstream enough where even non VR family members are like, I think this is the thing that Adam does. Maybe we'll send this to her, see if she's heard about it. <laughs> the thing that I find so funny is I also get text messages from my family and they'll send me links to things. And I'm, I'm like, what do you think I do all day? Um, but it's sweet. It's sweet that they think of me and they send me links yeah. to different things. And I'm just like, 
Yep. Whoa, Apple Vision you. Pro? Never heard of it. <laughs> but yeah, you appreciate the sentiment. They're thinking about you. They're, they're taking an interest in your interests or trying. Yeah. So, all right. If there was someone who was completely new to VR and they were like, hey, Adam, what do I do? Should I get the Quest 3, the Apple Vision Pro, or the PSVR 2? Go. I'd need more, I'd need more from them. Do they want to do gaming? Are they... Do, okay, do say they want to do, do gaming. What do you say then? Okay. Uh, have they primarily done console or PC gaming? Uh, how hardcore are they? Do you want something you can take with you everywhere? Or do you want like the best graphics? Get it? It's kind of... mm. Yeah, I so know I what like you're that's... Yeah, but then... It's like, like, there's something okay. great casual. But apparently the Quest 3 is going to have really great graphics and... You know, we have games like Hubris, for example, who just is releasing tomorrow on the Quest headset and apparently has really great graphics. So, you know, mm. I still don't know if it's going to be better than like PSVR 2, though. Like, I st I feel that's like middle core, right? Like, like, like I said, PSVR is like your hardcore. Maybe PSVR 2 is, is like middle core. core? <laughs> Maybe not up. technology. I'm not going to say that Quest is soft core because that's like something else. But like Quest is a great getting into VR. This podcast for is definitely something else. But um, <laughs> sorry, I can't help. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, probably the Quest I would recommend for someone who likes gaming, but they're not—they've never been like a hardcore gamer. Like they've never really been into consoles or PC gaming, but they've heard about this VR thing and they want to try it. Then yeah, I would say definitely go for the Quest. You know, it's a good. Uh, more beginner friendly, not introduction to gaming necessarily, but I think you'll have a great time. You know what I really want to see is, um, so when the when the AirPods first came out and everyone started everyone started walking around the streets looking like they had Q-tips sticking out of their ears, <laughs> and everyone said, "There's no way that's gonna take off. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen." And then it became kind of like a status symbol. Everyone would just walk around with their, you know. Anyway, I don't know why I said that, but um, I guess I was oh, thinking, I'm curious to see what kind of photos and different things we'll see online once the um, once the Apple Vision Pro comes out, right? Because, you know, Apple is a status symbol. A lot of people use mm -hmm. Apple products as a status symbol. They'll have their big, flashy, like, Apple Watch and all their Apple products and, you know, the Q-tips sticking out of their ears. And by the way, I love I love the AirPods, so I just, it does look funny though. No you shit. Can't, you can't say it does look funny, but. <laughs> well, actually I was um, talking to a coworker because we were all at live. We were watching the Apple Vision Pro or not the Apple Vision, the Apple showcase together. And, you know, they had that section where there was the dad doing like spatial video or whatever. And then, you know, you, some people on social oh, media no. are like, that's really weird. It's so big. But if you think about it, if you think about it, one of my coworkers made a good point. Remember those big, giant, like camcorders you would have like that? I would say that's bigger and clunkier than this. And we still use <laughs> that for a while. So I don't know if. Like, Adam, you're so cute. You're talking about camcorders from like the 90s. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about like these, the fact that it's a size or weirdness issue, I think that it, the way that they portrayed it in the showcase was kind of strange, like kind of awkward. But I don't think necessarily that 
the fact that you're recording with a headset is weird. If that makes sense. I don't know. No, if I think sense. it's so weird. I actually think it's the weirdest thing ever. You're going to walk around with a headset on your face while you're like hanging out with your family. That is so weird. Okay, Have but it, what I if mean, people said the same thing about the fun. big... You can hold the funky thing. At least you're still like really present. I, I don't know. I guess... I really your eyes. see how real, I know, I know. I mean, maybe that's why now. they have the eyes feature because they actually <laughs> want you walking around all your family events just wearing this headset. <laughs> just recording people while looking at them. <laughs> Honestly, I spend a lot of time, not a lot of time. I, you know, I kind of exaggerate a little bit. I spend time <laughs> looking at like all the old headsets that I have and even the existing one. And I'm like, man, in like three years from now, we're going to look at this and be like, you put that on your head, that huge toaster that's massive. Even, yeah, like, actually, my husband uses it now, but the original HTC Vive, I like to call it, like, the Swiss cheese now because it's got all those, like, dimples in them. Even oh that thing, goodness. I'm like... Yeah, wait, who thought that was cool to make the HTC Vive have, like, little uh, golf ball divots in it? It's, it's that, That's even harder to manufacture, by the way, so I don't really know why they did that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a designer tech person, but, I mean, it's got, I've got fun memories with it, and I guess... That's all that matters. Just like, you know, our iPods of yesterday and what have you. Like, like fond memories. They're just old, old technology now, even though it's been like less than 10 years. It just, it goes so fast. It does go really fast. So we are streaming on multiple platforms. So on YouTube and LinkedIn and also Facebook. And we do have a comment from Facebook that I wanted to read. So it says, PRSVR, sacrifice standalone and mixed reality. Ooh, true. Um, Apple Vision, Sacrifice Gaming, Quest 3, Sacrifice, maybe super uber resolution, but I think that it's overrated by now. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be minuses to each, right? That's why I feel like it's important to know, like, what is it that you want to do with the headset? And that can be hard for someone who's absolutely no idea about yeah. VR, but wants to get into it. It's like, I guess it's a, maybe a good problem to have now that you have many options instead of just like, you know, get an index or a quest. <laughs> like that used to be, it's kind of the thing. Yeah, it's definitely a chicken and an egg thing. Someone says, hey, what headset should I get? And you say, I don't know. What do you like to do in the headset? And they're like, I don't know. I've never used that. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. But at least all these Apple Vision Pros will be at the Apple stores. And that part's really exciting. You know what? I'm probably going to start camping out at Apple stores and just watch people's <laughs> reactions and just sit there and be like, mm -hmm. oh, well, That's it's so your first nice. time. I should do that. It is it'll strangely wholesome yeah, getting to see people like try VR for the, provided that the, I mean, I'm assuming Apple will probably have decent employees or people demoing with them. But like, yeah, provided the person showing them VR isn't like, let's do Richie's Plank experience as your first time, then, you know, it can be really wholesome and super sweet. I think, it's let's take nice. some guesses. What do you think is the experience that they're going to show people in uh, VR at the Apple store? Maybe a movie clip. Yeah, that's, I feel like I that's the easiest. Too. Like they'll mm -hmm. put them in like the, I think they were showing like Mandalorian or something. Maybe they'll put them in that environment and then they'll be like, oh yeah. And turn, turn the crown so that people can see the partial, you know, partial pass through thing. Mm -hmm. Like I want to try that. That's what I'm kind of, I want to see how that actually works, what that looks like. Yeah. I think that's probably what they'll show people and maybe something where you can grab a 3d object and kind of move it around. Some uh, kind of hand tracking thing, hand tracking, eye tracking thing. Yeah, we have another really great comment um, on Facebook. Benjamin said, whoever solves motion sickness forever wins. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that is probably it's motion sickness and comfort is are the biggest things that need to be resolved. 
Well, if it's for the Apple Vision Pro, if they're not really particularly focused on gaming, it shouldn't be too, too bad because you're just going to be having mostly like buttons, you know, and, mm-hmm. and hand. you're not going to be. And because you have the pass through, if you move forward, you're going to be moving forward. So now, VR Rave Minneapolis said that, which a really great point that now when all these headsets come out, the Quest 2 basically are just going to like drop in price so people can get into vr now for like 200 dollars or maybe even a hundred dollars it's true i do and like all- that a lot of the quest 3 games are also going to work on well maybe for for a little bit at least going to be like quest 2 and quest 3 <laughs> compatible until they decide to not you know not do that anymore. i know that that was a really controversial thing when they got rid of the support for quest one but i think it was definitely necessary like in order for us to move forward some something's got to get kicked out so it gotta go archaic mm-hmm. it's just balancing out the timeline of when you know when that's going to happen it's like hopefully not you know one year after launch and then they're like all right that's it got to upgrade or you're done that's like <laughs> way too soon yeah i did mention something earlier about hubris now being available on oh, well tomorrow it'll be available on psvr2 and on standalone which is crazy because everyone was talking about how hubris was like one of the prettiest games ever on like PC VR. And um, I'm showing here Impact Reality, that's us. <laughs> we were- I know the, these uh, people. Yeah, and so this is actually a screenshot from the credits on the PSVR 2 game. And we're like, we're here, we did it. Mama, look, I made it. <laughs> so I'm cool. in the credits of the game. <laughs> Aw. I know, it was very exciting. Ha, now I know everybody's real names. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I will find you. Oops. Um, let's talk. A l- let's move into games now. We talked a bit about headsets, and yes, now we can talk a little bit about um, some game stuff. And speaking of things that I've been in lately, it's just been crazy. Uh, we also have the meta gaming showcase that happened recently. Am and- I allowed to ask you questions about this? Yeah, I've always ask, been kind of curious. Ask away. Ask. Ask away. <laughs> How much, like, I guess prep, did you know ahead of time? Like, did you know what kind of questions they were going to ask? Or were you able to give free answers? Or did they kind of tell you what to say? Like, I was kind of curious. Oh, like the process? Yeah, you know, I've been meaning to make a video about the process. Oh, that's me! Um, I've been meaning to make a video about the how it happened and what, you know, so this is great. You can ask me questions. Hi, uh, no, no, they did not really prep us with anything. No, um, actually what happened is when we, it was a two-day, it was a two-day event, and the first day was us mostly watching the showcase, and then also we did these um, these interview things. Uh, so the reactions to the showcase were totally like organic, but we had just arrived there. Everyone was really tired. Um, <laughs> like everyone was really tired and kind of like, oh, like, you know, and, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, sit down. We're going to show you the showcase now. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to film oh, your geez. reaction, but act normal. Okay. <laughs> and not tired. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was cool. And, and then, you know, how you have to like sit around um, in a like a semicircle, but somehow you have to interact with everybody and react at the same time. It was um, it was really interesting. It was very cool, though, to see the showcase. There were things that were omitted from what we saw, so we didn't see everything, uh, mm. but we did see a lot of it. And then afterwards, I did this interview. Oh, my gosh, it was so awkward because I've never played Asgard's Wrath um, at this Did you get time. to pick? Like which no, games? They didn't were... let us pick. They just said, "Okay, oh, you three are going to interview this dev, and then you three uh... are going to interview this other dev." Mm-hmm. So no, we didn't get a chance to pick. 
And I know people that definitely wanted to be on the Asgard's Wrath one um, that were very, very, like, you know, we're more excited to be on the Asgard's Wrath one, but they didn't get to go. And then I, I was on this one. And I have actually now had a chance to play Asgard, well, Asgard's Wrath. <laughs> so excited. And it's really great. It's such a good game. I just wish, I wish I knew ahead of time that this was what was going to happen. I would have played and we would have had a good time and I could have asked some like more relevant questions instead of saying, oh, I've never played this game. Um, but you know what? what? It's I it's play? a learning experience. It's not like they could have told you in advance either before you flew out. So I, yeah, I wouldn't sure. beat yourself up over it. You know, like you got to do a sweet, a really cool thing. And, you know, you got like you, you learned some things from it. Like, I think you did great, though. I was, I was really excited to see everybody on it and a little jelly. But I'm like, these these people are these people deserve a, to be there. It was a super cool experience. And we did film it, you know, a couple of weeks before the showcase actually released. So it was really funny because I was at AWE when all of this was happening. I was on the floor trying to interview people and trying to, like, try out new stuff. And I'm also on my phone at the same time. And I didn't even get to, a chance to watch the showcase until oh, like until like 24 hours or something after because I was just so busy on the floor of AWE. It was crazy. You need more breaks. <laughs> I do. I do. For sure. Every but, time I talk to her, this woman's crazy. <laughs> I am crazy, unfortunately. But uh, what some of, so some of the games that you like from the showcase, any highlights for you? Ew. That was a big showcase. What did you think of it also? Yes. Um, I thought it was fine. Like I was pleased with the amount of games that they showed. Of course, they had to pack in like all the Quest Three and stuff. But as far as uh, just a couple that I was really looking forward to, um, Vampire the Masquerade Justice. Like I played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which is I don't even know. It's an old game now on Steam. Like one of the like <laughs> first, not one of the first Steam games, but pretty pretty far back there. So I'm, I'm super excited to see a VR version for this. You basically play as like. Well, I don't know how this one's going to go, but you play it as a vampire and there were different classes and kind of like Dishonored, if you've ever played that sort of stealth if you want to, but you don't have to. You can take people in an alley and drink their blood, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> so I'm excited. And Fast Travel Games is behind this. So I feel like this could this could actually be good because it's a studio that we recognize. Um, yeah. I also, go ahead. No, oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I also thought that this game was really interesting. So I, we and Adam, we put some show notes together beforehand, and then I was typing in some of my thoughts in it. And we had picked, we only picked three games each from the gaming showcase, and we both picked two of the same games. Um, one was the, and it's which is crazy, because we don't really, I don't think we have the same taste and stuff. So we both picked VR or sorry, Vampire the Masquerade Justice, which I thought was really fun. It is not really a game that I would normally go for because I don't really like scary games. I don't really like um It's not scary. It's just like grungy, dirty, you know, like like Blood Rain. Like it's not scary. It's like more action-y, mafia-y. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just not normally a game I would play. But I, I, I it appealed to me. The part that appealed to me was getting to become a vampire and um, bite everybody. Is <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. but it actually, speaking of the gaming showcase, they did this part on the second day. We did this part where they just did solo interviews, which I'll need to post clips from at some point. And they asked me, hey, what was the most memorable thing from the showcase? Like, and I don't want to say Asgard's Wrath 2 because everyone was saying Asgard's Wrath 2. <laughs> and I actually said vampire, uh, the masquerade justice. So I'm not even, I have, I have read receipts. I have receipts. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I didn't just copy Ooh. you. 
I was just thinking, man, if they had this on the Quest Pro and they ha- enable like the face tracking, could you actually like bite people in the neck and like, track it? No, I, I don't think they would go through those links. But it'd be funny. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What did you say? No, if they if they had it for the Quest Pro, because Quest Pro's got like you know the face tracking and all that. Like, what if you could actually bite people? Like they, you know, got hand tracking. So why not mouth tracking? So you just ah, no, maybe okay. I don't know. Um, I, I thought it'd be a good idea. The next game <laughs> that Adam liked. Yes. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Bulletstorm. This was another game that I really loved. Um, I played the crap out of this co-op with my husband also several years ago. Uh, so I'm really, oh, really happy to okay. see it in VR. It's it's actually, even though it looks serious in the trailer, it's a, at least Bulletstorm PC version was a very humorous, like very satisfying game because you could basically fling the enemies into environmental stuff. I mean, yes, there's guns, of course, but my favorite was just flinging people into environmental hazards. So that one I am super looking for. I hope it's good. And I'm pretty sure it'll have co-op, but I don't remember for sure. It'd be weird if it didn't. So I'm excited. There's a lot of nostalgia in the showcase for me. Yeah, you know, that's true. They also showed the um, the Samba something, Samba de Amigo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never actually played that one, but it looks it looks interesting. <laughs> All right. So this is, I'll show you the um, one. Well, I don't even, I feel like this would have also been on your list if you didn't get confused by all the different games that were on the showcases. list. Yeah, because there's so many showcases. So Adam didn't have this on her list, but it was on her second list for the MetaQuest, or sorry, from the upload VR game show. Yes! But yeah, this power wash simulator, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That's something that people would not want to do in real life, which is clean, um, is something that people would get so excited about. Something so simple, too. Everyone tries to make their games so complicated. Yeah, something so simple. Yeah, but I played this again, also co-op on the PC version, and it's so satisfying. So I can only imagine like this was this was meant for VR. Cause then, you know, imagine you could get in all the little crevices. Cause in the PC version, you can't do things like going under and looking in the nook and crannies, but you can in VR. Like, I don't know, it's just like it's just satisfying. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, I now agree with you. I'm like super excited for that game. <laughs> which is like a weird thing to say. Hey, what game are you excited to play? Um, I'm excited to play Power Wash Simulator and Cleaning. You don't, you don't understand though. I wonder if this one, do you know if this one's going to be co-op too? Because the flat one was. All right. So some people think, and by some people, I mean Skiva, think that <laughs> we're trolling him by saying that we're excited for this game. Okay. I have to explain why this game sounds exciting to me. And then maybe you can also explain Adam. Because, yes. you know, there's different people in the VR industry. Not everyone wants to have action-packed, oh my gosh, shoot my head off kind of thing. <laughs> um, this is just not, I don't know. I've, I, maybe you're weird. Why are you calling me weird? You're weird, Skiva, telling me that I'm weird for liking things that are nice and relaxing. I will say there's um, another game that I've played that's called Viscera Cleanup Detail. And literally all it is is you play as a janitor that comes in after the action hero is done shooting everybody to clean up the blood and, and viscera and stuff. That's all you do. You just clean up after a big battle. And it is so satisfying. It is so satisfying. It, I don't know. It's just, yeah, you're right though. Sometimes you don't want to have to be shooting all the time. You just want to see something. You want progress. Hey. You want to see things progress in a different way. Yeah. And like <laughs> Adam does meditation in VR. So why can't we do something relaxing? <laughs> 
And you know, the part for the power wash simulator, I'm not really actually thinking of this as me just playing by myself. I'm actually really thinking of this as me playing on stream. I can see this as something really fun where I'm just kind of like, you know, doing something repetitive, but also able to like chat with someone. It's almost like, that's true. To me, I think about it kind of like playing golf or, you know, I don't play golf, but I think that that's what they do. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, uh, or fishing, right? People just do like, um, it's like there's something to do while it also talking to other people. So I hope that there is multiplayer. Yeah. I'm thinking about streaming this. So I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking of this as a multiplayer. I hope so. I, anyway, but yeah, it's it's not fake excitement. It is legit excitement. I mm -hmm. assure you, Mr. Skiva. Skiva wants <laughs> underwear washing simulator. Well, sir. Maybe he needs a power washer for that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 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 sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. You you walked into that, Siwa. You did that yourself, <laughs> sir. Okay, so the other game that obviously we're very excited for is uh, Asgard's Wrath 2. So now that you've played the, fir the first one, or I guess the PC version, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Because again, I haven't played the first one. This one seems interesting. Like I, I do want a longer uh, game on the quest. Uh, but are the graphical changes like a big deal to you to deter you or? Um, okay. I like, okay. This is what I will say. I, kids play Gorilla Tag. Gorilla Tag is one of the top selling games. People play Minecraft and love Minecraft. And that's one of the top selling games. So, I mean, yes, I've, of course, I want graphics to be really great and look and look good. But to me, ultimately, the most important thing for anything I do is that I, it feels good, you know, that like, um, mm -hmm. that it's actually fun, that the storyline fleshed out. No one, people care about the bells and whistles, sure. But, you know, you also really care about the actual experience itself. To be fair, yes, I think... Because I there there are a lot of combat VR games out there like Blade and Sorcery type clones, but not all of them are able to have swords feel heavy or like because sometimes they're like paper lights mm. or like bows are just like dink dink. <laughs> That's how I could describe it. So yeah, I think as long as until you fall, actually did it really great with their weapon feel. So I think yeah, as long as they can master the weapon feel, make combat fun, and actually you know, have a longer form game, like they said, um, I, I'm okay with it. But I guess to your to be devil's advocate for your other point, it's not like there was a pre Minecraft or like a pre gorilla tag that once had higher graphics, and then wow. they down, not downscaled, but Touché. so like, just, just yeah. point that That's out. A really but, great point. <laughs> so people have high expectations. But you know what, we haven't seen the quest three yet. So what if on the quest three, yeah. this thing is just Flows you out of the water. After all, like when the Quest Pro came out, you know, Red Matter 2 did some sort of black magic to make it look stunning and beautiful. So we just, it's hard to know. Like, I mean, I'm so glad that uh, that these game devs and everything are leveling up. They're really leveling up. Yeah. I also wanted to say hi to Jose. Not, not to mm -hmm. promote other podcasts, but I'm just going to say hi to my friend, Jose. <laughs> yeah, your friend. And that's it. My friend. Compatriot. No yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny. He said, I've been commenting on the LinkedIn chat like the peasant I am. Okay, so we are also streaming on LinkedIn. And anyone that's there, if you want to join us on YouTube, this is where you can talk live with everybody else. Uh, and also, Vaxorn, thank you so much for the $5 donation. Woohoo! I don't know. Wait, should we eat a candy for Vaxorn? 
Well, see, he said, I think he's on my side with the face tracker and vampire biting. Like, right? No, you I want immersion? I'm... That's how you get immersion. I, just, I, I guess I don't understand. Okay, what are you going to do with, okay, you're going to face you track bite people. Face? It's so like you get the biting action. So like, oh, you know on how. Their, for... On their face. On the neck. No, you bite, you bite the neck. I mean, I guess you could bite the face if you're into that, but <laughs> traditionally it's the neck. <laughs> okay, and then, so what would the facial tracking be for? Because that's how, like, instead of maybe you hit A to bite someone, you actually bite someone. Oh, <laughs> I bite. get it now. Okay, I didn't get it before, yeah, but now I get it. Are we doing candy again? Is that yeah, we're gonna happening? do the, we're gonna do my candy pick now for back. Okay, you pick, and then I'll I'll dig through once you find one. Oh, whoa, what? I don't know. It's like a. It looks like a big pea. Okay. And pea oh, is like the, the the vegetable. Oh, yeah. I see. Is it? Is this the same? Or is it yeah, different? I think so. This looks the same. It's got like a white logo on the. It's like kind of an opaque. Yeah. Bag. Is this everybody? Is this the same? Yeah. Is it red is on the, the back? Yeah, it's red on the back. Okay, let's okay. do it. All right, just making sure. Thanks, Baxter. It's like it's a this. I can't even tell you what candy it is because I I don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. We just picked. We looked up. We literally looked up exotic candy. Is it chocolate? Is it? It looks like a Whopper. It smells like. Let's just smelled it first. Like maple syrup, maple syrup. I was syrup? gonna say apple. Okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, it's chewier than I thought. It is not whopper. It's apple. It's like an apple fritter. I don't know. All these candies are really chewy. It's hard to talk. Hmm. Eric's trying to get us to lose. Lose by eating more candy eat more candy yep. to lose the workout competition i'm gonna show this little clip here real quick while me and adam shoot shoot this <laughs> it's it's so chewy hi my name is jasmine um I was playing one of your games, the haunted house one, and all of the lights in my house turned off. <laughs> Could you please send someone over to fix this for Hi, me? It's Jasmine. I'm really freaking scared. Hello. That's so cool. Oh, I'm so jealous. You're muted. Oh shoot! Hey, it's so cool, and I'm so proud. Do <laughs> it again. Yeah, I have a cameo in Pixel Rip 1978, and I'm so happy. You know how hard you understand. Adam, I hustled hard to get in there. I messaged them a bazillion times after I played um, the original Pixel Rip games and said, I love your game so much, Anna. Oh my gosh, Anna, you're so cool. And I was like, Aww. anyone else, does anyone know Anna? I wanna be in the next game. This was in my mind for about two years. I was like, if there's anything that's gonna happen in your game, please consider me. And then I met her at GDC this year. And I was like, I love your games. Oh my God, it was so cool that you did all this stuff. And so when she asked me to be, um, to have a little cameo, I was very happy. That's so cool. Oh, can I just pretend it's me? Cause we have the same name. I'll just yeah, try to uh -huh. sound like you. Hi, Although, it's Jasmine. My lines were, okay. So originally the lines that I was supposed to say was, hey, my kids are playing this haunted house game and the lights turned off and they're really scared. Can you send someone help? But I was like, I don't have kids. So I was like, can I just say I'm really scared because pl I'm playing? Which is very <laughs> true. I'm so scared. I don't play scary games. That's not me. Get them kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it wouldn't hard to be legit if you don't actually have kids. Like, if I'm supposed to sound like I care, because I wouldn't. <laughs> That's so right. cool, though. There is a couple. Thank you. I am. I'm very happy. 
that was um so many great things have been happening lately i mean i worked my butt off but you know at least there's things that are happening and it's uh yeah i'm quite happy all right so there was also the upload showcase which we won't go through too deeply but there's a couple of things in there that were um notable Mm -hmm. Oh, this is, you. this is one. Yes, I've been looking. For, this one isn't new to the Upload VR Showcase, but it's one I've been looking forward to. It needs to freaking come out already. It's Sushi Ben, or putting it simply, according to the developer, you just play as a, uh, you own or you're opening a sushi restaurant, but it looks like more shenanigans come out. What I didn't know, which I found out from the end of the trailer, <laughs> if anyone has ever played Hatiful Boyfriend, which is the dating simulator game where you date pigeons uh, it's the same you date creator. Pigeon? Yes, it's I, I love I mean, it's such a funny game. So based on that kind of humor, I'm like, I'm gonna like this humor. Yeah, you, but it's like a yeah, dating simulator game where you date pigeons. I don't know how else to Why would you date pigeons? That's so weird. Anyway, a, I mean, it's a it's, it's it's wholesome dating. Like it's it's a funny, sweet game. It's not like okay. a I don't want to like it's, okay. It's not anyway, let's, there. Uh, let me just talk about this one. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, that's the pigeon you're talking about with the little hat. Okay, he's having fun. I also thought that this was a really cool looking game. I love how it has like the cartoon, um, you know, like a comic book thing, but yeah. then they're popping out of the comic book and then they're the also frames. in your real life. I really love when games do, uh, when they use VR to the full potential and layer things like that. Cause that's mm -hmm. not, like, we look at this and yeah, this looks really cool on flat, but I can imagine how cool this looks in VR. And I'm all for games, trying new things, trying different things to, um, to like make VR more exciting. The, the voice acting that, or the voice actors that he hired to sound really good. Like, I feel like that's something that um, a lot of like smaller studios kind of struggle with is having decent voice actors for their normal characters, but it sounds good. Like just come out already. It did. Just, just <laughs> let me have it. Oh, it looks so fun. So we did say that we have a guest for the first time today. A guest We do. Person. We do, we do. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Sure. We so it? we have, I'll, 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 I'll do a very light introduction because then I'm probably going to reintroduce her again. Okay. But okay. Um, so okay. we, we pre-recorded this just because uh, she's in Spain, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, so time zones were difficult, you know, for us, West Coast, California. Um, so we pre-recorded this, but we got to interview the creative director of Call of the Sea, which is a mm -hmm. VR game that was flat screen, um, moved into VR. And she's also co-founder of Out of the Blue Games, the studio behind it. And we want to interview more women, damn it, and have more yeah. women guests on. So she's our first one. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Enjoy. Hope so it works. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Call of the Sea, I'll kind of give a high-level overview of the game without any spoilers. Um, <laughs> basically, you play as Nora, uh, Nora Everhart. She's got a, let's call it a condition that doctors haven't been able to solve. Um, and I will say the game takes place maybe like 1930s-esque, uh, so you kind of get a sense of the, the time. Um, basically, her husband, Harry, travels then off to kind of a remote South Pacific island to try to find a cure, never comes back. Nora receives a mysterious letter from him and now is going to figure out what the heck happened to her husband. So that's sort of the a gist. It's a puzzle adventure game. I, I played through the whole thing, by the way, so I'm super excited to have you on too. And I'm like, that's, that's so great. Welcome to the show. We have Tatiana Delgado, who's the creative director of Call of the Sea, as well as the co-founder of Out of the Blue Games. Our very first guest on VR and all that jazz podcast. Welcome, Tatiana. 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Yay, we're so happy to have you. So if you will uh, oblige, I do have a, I do have a, just a smidgen little introductory um, mini game. We're going to see if you can guess some sound clips from your game. These are all going to be uh, Nora's voice lines and hopefully uh, describe the scene in a way that's not spoilery, just things that are going on with them. So we're gonna okay. we're gonna get right into it. We just want to know how <laughs> okay. well do you actually know your game? Let's go. <laughs> well, the points don't matter. Don't worry. It's no no pressure or anything. But they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> matter to other jazz. Okay, so let's start off with clip number one. Maybe it only hurts the first time. Ah, the second also hurts. Well, feel free to replay it as many times as you need, okay. but not too long. No cheating. Okay. <laughs> if you can guess. Uh, I, I think it's going to be harder actually to say where it, it happens, man. You can describe it's you stuff have to around. Place your hand in a in a kind of mouth of a thing. Yes. And something will that happen is, to you. <laughs> that is in exactly the, it. Okay. That is just the answer. Her hand in the mouth of something? Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she just, Puts her hand on a thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, got it. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So far, we're one out of four. Uh, let's try now clip number two. I can't stop walking. My legs aren't responding. That one is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a kind of a dream where... You cannot stop walking. As a... <laughs> She's good. Do you know? Uh, hmm. I was trying to guess, like how you could, like what happens previously to cause this. Mm -hmm. mm. You don't have to be in specifics, but otherwise, you're right. I, I'll give you most of the point anyway because it is a dream okay. sequence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say that you are covered by by a liquid. Yes. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> She's good. That wow, one was like a hard one. Bites. I wasn't sure. I was like, that, that's going to be a tougher bites. one. <laughs> these sound bites and these explanations are just boggling my mind. <laughs> Maybe you should play the game next time. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, just we are playing time. the game for sure. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for clip number three? Yes. Okay, I, I love clip number three. Let's go. Sounds beautiful. This is one of my favorite moments of the game. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. This it is the, me of the Chamber of Secrets. You put the egg <laughs> under the water. You open a, a door in a very spectacular way. Yes. Oh. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> She's good at this too. She's good at the non-spoilery. You don't know what's happening, right, Jasmine? I have Other no Jasmine? clue. This just makes me want to play the game even more than I already wanted to. So we've got three out of four so far that you've gotten right. Let's see let's if see. Uh, th the last one might be tricky too. So let's go ahead with clip four. Oh, I'd better cover up my hands before I leave. I wouldn't want anyone thinking I'm a circus freak. Whoa. I will say I had to edit this one just a smidge because she says where she is. And I thought that would give it away too much. Mm. Just a smidge though. This is uh, at the very beginning of, of the game. <laughs> When she starts, uh, she's getting ready for the. Oh, for the oh my God! 
She got four out of four. Ooh. Yeah, you can go. Ooh. We should make you a badge that you can give to your coworkers to say, "I know my game." <laughs> I know my game. That's yes. Awesome. Um. So, how did you get started? Like, how did you get started in the gaming industry? Um. How did you become the co-founder of uh, Call of Out of the Blue Games? That's really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm from Spain, uh, from Madrid, and I've been working in the games industry for 20 years now. So I started as a game designer. And after working for 16 years for other people, I decided it was a time to work and make my own game. So I started mm -hmm. a company with some friends uh, dedicated for VR games. We did some popular games uh, that were uh, Red Matter is one of them. And after that, after that, I created this new company that is out of the blue games, and we are dedicated to narrative and games with a deep story, that, because it's something I love to make. And mm -hmm. that's where we started Call of the Sea, and now took it to VR. That is and incredible. So awesome. Yeah, twenty years in the gaming industry—that's awesome. By the <laughs> way, I've. Red Matter is one of my favorite games. Anytime anyone asks me, like, what's a wow moment for you in VR? It's always been Red Matter because it's, just, it's so good. And the whole time, you just have no idea what's happening. <laughs> and then the end, my mind was just so blown. I had to go into so many Reddit threads. Like, what does this mean? I was so, it was so good. So this is a surprise for me. I had no idea. But that makes sense. So um, tell us a little bit about your role as creative director. Mm -hmm. So... What are some of your responsibilities? What does like a typical day look like for you? What does that mean? Yeah, um, in our company, I'm the kind of person that doesn't want to be just sitting back and just reviewing things. I love to do things actually. So mm -hmm. I usually uh, meet with the design team and the writer and all together uh, we design both the puzzles and the story. And then we have meetings where we put all of those together because uh, in the games we make, we love that the puzzles have a sense and they are they make sense inside the world we create and the story. So I think we we have a really good design team and I'm really happy to work with them. So this is more or less what I do day by day. And it's like the fun part. And also there is a boring part of the game designer <laughs> that is you have to write a lot of documents and Excel uh, files and things like that. But Mm -hmm. it's fun I love my work <laughs> so how do you come up with the different stories and yeah how does that process work do you all just sit around a table and say okay what are we gonna like what is the story we want to tell or are you like sleeping and then it comes to you in a dream and you come in the morning and you're like wow this is what I thought of like how does this work yeah we usually stop uh, start with something that is like um, very high level that meaning for example, we start the story with a sentence. This is what mm -hmm. the story want to tell. And then you break it in smaller pieces that, and you define it more and more, 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 more. Then uh, there is a moment you decide which part of the story is going to be on each level. And then we work in parallel that, for example, the difficulty of the puzzles, the progress is going to have the pieces of the story we are going to reveal. And we have like a huge diagram with the whole game but in oh, cool. still like in high level details. And then we take level by level and then start defining everything and, and building the, the whole thing. 
one of the first things that stood out to me before even playing the game was just Nora. Like you see, I actually, I wore my special kind of Nora inspired oh, dress yeah. today. Sort of, sort of close to the closest I had. I but I was um, thinking that your dress looks very <laughs> familiar. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I was like, I like, I, this game already piques my interest. Um, and so and she's such a like compelling and complex protagonist. So what sort of, um, inspired her character and how important was it to you to have like a, a strong female lead in the game? Yeah, it was really important because um, we wanted to contribute to having more uh, female leads on, on games. And it was really important for us to make her believable. So mm -hmm. at the beginning, it, it's a normal person after all. So it's like me. If I had to go into an island, I would be scared at the beginning. But then mm -hmm. we see how she grows and she learns about herself. So, yeah, we wanted to give her a lot of different angles. I don't know how to say this in English. <laughs> like give different, yeah. So she wasn't mm -hmm. just a very flat uh, character. Um, she will grow and change with the things she discovers on the island. So yeah. So Call of the Sea was a flat game before. So how was it? making it into a VR game? How challenging was it? What were uh, some of the more exciting things that you were able to add into this as a yeah. VR port? I think uh, we had two main challenges. The first one is the visuals because Call of the Sea mm. was designed as a re um, release date game for the next gen consoles for PlayStation 5, Xbox, Series X. So we wanted uh, to make the game shine on those platforms. That means we had a lot of assets, very large uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. levels, beautiful views of a uh, forest and things like that. And now we had to, to, to take that into a mobile uh, device. And it was really a challenge to do that. But yeah. The team is amazing and they, they did a great job. And on the other hand, we, we have to translate or redesign the game from scratch, uh, giving Nora uh, VR hands so she can interact with the world, mm -hmm. with all the puzzles, everything. So I think we did everything but the story and the puzzles again. But oh I, I, I love the so challenge of, of, um, of VR because uh, mm -hmm. I think this game is fits really well. It's, it's meant to be in, in VR because you can be mm -hmm. there, you can touch the things in the world and it's fantastic. Yeah, so it does sound like you took, you really redesigned the game to make it very, uh, feel very native to VR, which I think, you know, not everyone gets right when moving a flat game into a VR game, so that's awesome. And the art style works well with it, because it's not like you guys have a hyper-realistic, like, first-person shooter that's supposed to be, you know, it, it has, um, it's not cel-shaded, but it's like more of a cartoony, artsy style, so I think that works it doesn't look like it downgrades for vr versus some other games where you could tell it's like oh, it lost a lot of stuff on the mobile version but <laughs> i think a lot of people don't realize how much effort it is to take like a 2d game and bring it into vr i mean it's not just redesigning being able to use your hands but something as simple as you know in 2d you'll have maybe a menu that pops up but if you have a menu that pops up in vr that's so unrealistic you don't walk around the real world and have menus just pop up or have like <laughs> Um, have pointers come out of your finger or something, you know, that's not, that's not a natural thing. So 
yeah, that's uh, it's a really big undertaking, and that's great that you yeah. all did it the proper way actually, by redesigning. Yeah, actually, it took us the same time to do the flat version than the VR version. So. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> yeah. okay. It was a smaller team, of course, but mm. yeah, it was. So looking ahead, what can we sort of expect either from Out of the Blue Games or from future projects or maybe even more expansions of the Call of the Sea universe? Obviously, don't have to give away anything that you can't, but is any any hints of anything to come? Yeah, we are uh, right now working on American Arcadia. That is our next game. It's a flat screen game. Mm -hmm. And we will see what happens after that. And now we're really focused on closing it, but mm -hmm. I love VR. So we will see what happens. <laughs> uh, so where can we find you on social media, either for her Out of the Blue Games or Call of the Sea or your own personal? Um, where can we find more about all of the things? <laughs> you can find us on Twitter um, uh, at uh, Outblue Games. Uh, my own personal account is at Arilea. Yeah, we have the <laughs> website of the game too. And we will post every update and everything there. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! Our very first interview. And she is so she was great. Sweet. She was you so great. Like 20 years in the gaming industry. I don't, okay. Yes, I was born by then. I'm not going to give my age away, but. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. That's a long time to be playing or to be in the games industry. And the fact that the VR version took about the same time to make as the flat version. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I wonder if maybe that's why we don't see a lot more like flat games converting to VR because in flat, there's a bigger audience. You're making more money. And if you're going to convert it to VR, it can take almost the same amount of time, even though you already have, you know, the storyline and things. Because there is a lot of work mm -hmm. that goes into it in converting a game. So... And doing it like natively, not like well. Yeah. yeah, not exactly. not like a mod kind of a thing. Like doing it so that it feels looks natural and but, intuitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do love. Okay, so I still have. Oh, gosh, I've just been so busy. Yeah, but I did not get a chance. I know. I promised you. I promised I would play this game, and I didn't do. I'm sorry, bad Jasmine. Um, oh, you still. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's yeah. perfectly fine. I guess yeah. for now, you're forgiven. I promise I'll play the next one. Uh, but I do love the fact that it seems like it has a pretty good storyline. Yeah, it's it's very... And, and what I appreciated about it, too, was it's something that I could just play on the couch. You know, so, sometimes Ooh. I just... I, yeah, I don't want to be standing all the time. I know it sounds super lazy. Hey, I work out. I'm relatively fit. I can sit down sometimes. Okay, sue me. You but yeah, sometimes fit. you just... You look like you're going to win the VR workout competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i am because i and want you'll that get quest, a quest pro. pro yeah and then yeah, you don't don't. the quest three some of okay. us don't have one <laughs> just kidding i'm gonna need a hard time about that <laughs> but no uh yeah it, it was a really nice wholesome game that you could play sitting down fine and um i cut this out because it was kind of getting a bit long for the video but if you're uh, if you just want to go through story more than puzzles the game is very generous and the in the pause menu there's a little like a like a help button where if you're mm. it, it can it can tell what puzzle you're on and basically tell you what to look for or how to solve it because sometimes I'm like I'm really stupid okay I just want to find out what happens in the story so I would look and you don't have to worry about taking off the headset and googling it on your phone it's all nice in the headset for you which I love and I hope that more puzzle games do that so you don't have to google anything I 
Yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, definitely. It's so hard to like look up stuff while in VR. But I can't tell you how many times I rage quit on red playing while playing red matter of all <laughs> things right you're like who rage quits while playing a puzzle game this girl does <laughs> because so that game is hard it's so hard I'm, and you know i love solving puzzles it, but, but you know i love like using my brain sometimes but sometimes i'm like man i'm just not this smart anymore <laughs> or it's I feel like sometimes you just need to also back away from the puzzle and then come back to it with like fresh eyes and then you're like, oh, no. this is like actually super easy. But once you're if you've been playing it nonstop for like, you know, an hour or whatever, and then eventually your brain is just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. I can't I can't do it. I can't solve you, puzzles. You know, I wish <laughs> I could say that taking a step. Actually, you know what? The part that I, the part that I got stuck on the most in Red Matter was there was this part where you had to look through like a little window and use your you know pointer like your grabbing thingy space grabbing thing <laughs> yeah you had to use it but while looking at the window and grab something but there was some height issue and i could oh. not see through the window because i was so short Perfectly and challenged. i had to during yeah and during the stream i actually had to like stand on a chair and I wouldn't have known that I had to do this if I had not looked it up because there was just no way I would have seen this otherwise. It was so dumb. There's no anyway. physical way you would have seen this. That's yeah. pretty funny. Mm -hmm. though. <laughs> yeah. And I mean so, you know, that's why. Anyway, so the point is, yeah, that's cool that you can play this on uh, on the couch. I will say I've been, okay, so I've been trying to be, I'm trying to use my Nintendo Switch a little bit more instead of doing you know instead of scrolling or something on my phone i'm trying to like well why don't i just play a game instead of being on tiktok all the time and when i play on my switch i don't know if it's my age or what's going on but i have to put it up to my face and i'm like how do people play games on this little tiny thing you know i'm just so used to the immersion of vr that it's just it's just so weird so so, yeah. Well, remember, I don't know if you ever had like the 3DS where they kind of tried to do the whole 3D effect with it, but a lot of people didn't like that. I didn't mind it, but I don't know. I I like my Switch. Um, I just don't play it very often unless something comes out. I, I'm like kind of a not a huge Pokemon nerd, but I like to I, I like to dabble. So I'll usually keep up on those games. Or or I was obsessed with Animal Crossing for a while, and that was scary. Um, but it's good. Like that was scary, but it was great. <laughs> it's, but it's a nice little portable device. It's kind of like where I'd like the Quest to get eventually. Because the Quest 2 is portable-ish, but yeah. it's still, like, when you put That's it in the case with the controllers, <laughs> like, it still takes a significant amount of bag space. Oh, my gosh. It takes so much space. I already, you know how hard it is for me to travel? Having to carry, like, <laughs> it, it, okay, I know that. And a laptop if you want to bring that. Yeah, okay. It's gotten really bad. I know this isn't what we're supposed to talk about here, but I have to say I have to sell somebody. Someone has to know my struggles. <laughs> um, okay, first, you know, you have to bring your clothes, you have to bring shoes, like the usual, and then you have to bring like a makeup bag, which takes up like a hefty amount of stuff. This doesn't come naturally. And then <laughs> you also have to bring hair stuff if you want your hair to look good. And then you have to bring your VR headset, of course, because if you're traveling, why wouldn't you have your VR headset? And then to put matters to worse, whatever, to make matters worse. <laughs> also need a camera in case I film something and my mm -hmm. microphone. I'm like, oh god. Tripod because if you're by yourself. Is, exactly. Like ex external microphone. Point, <laughs> traveling has just gotten so bad. So yeah, if I could compress my headset into something smaller, that would be amazing because there's I have to bring a whole house basically when I travel. <laughs> it's such I feel like 
I've had that problem where I'm like, it's such a girl problem, right? But sometimes I have like, oh, what if I, what if I need these shoes with this up? I try to pack no, very no, no, light. No, no, I try, I, but like, I would say I'm a pretty good light packer overall. But when you add all those other things, especially a VR headset and cameras, mm -hmm. it's just impossible. Like I know some people, most mostly guys, sorry to call you out, just kind of chuck the quest in with their clothes and like wrap the clothes around it. But I. I don't know. Like, I don't trust it enough. So I have to have it in my case with my controllers. Like, I have to have it neat. And I don't, I don't oh. like to just cram it in. Do you, are you a crammer? No. Oh, yeah. I totally. I just, I'm like, uh, wherever <laughs> it fits. At nice least you thing. have, like, eye or lens covers to go over the lenses. Yeah. Like, yeah, I okay. do do that. Yeah. All right. I'll have that at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got, I got to have my case, but yeah, it's, I mean, they are getting smaller. So we'll, I mean, I guess if you were to go like the Vive Flow, or um, XR Elite, rather, route, depending on what you're doing, they are getting smaller and more travel-friendly, if you will. But then you got to bring some kind of, like, something for it to connect to, so there's <laughs> different problems, I guess. Mm -hmm. Anyway, before we got off topic, <laughs> what I did want to say was, so Call of Duty has a really great narrative type of storyline, from what I can tell, a great couch game, and then me talking about how I'm trying to do more couch stuff, even with VR. So I'm really, and then seeing the Apple Vision Pro showing off how many like different, like how you can do movies and stuff in it. I think the next thing I'm trying to explore in VR is like watching stuff. That's the, like watching slash narrative storyline slash immersive things, you know. I think it's going to mm -hmm. be in line with Call of the Sea, how you said that you don't really have to think too hard because if you're stuck, you just look at the hints. Yeah. I think I'm going to start leaning more into that kind of stuff. I'll admit I haven't watched movies as much as I should in VR. Like I've always liked the idea of like big screen and especially the 3D movies. They look really cool. Never did it. But um, I mean like once, but I've never done as much as I feel like I should. And it's not that I don't like it. I just feel like um, I'm usually say if I want to watch with my husband, um, we'd have to like, I guess both be in VR headsets in the same place together and that just seems kind of it seems weird like we're we're together but not really but we are mm -hmm, but we're mm -hmm. not <laughs> so oh well, uh, yeah if you're watching with your husband then yeah it's a little bit weird although uh my husband and i we definitely spend time sitting next to each other playing demio and accidentally like you know when we're trying to roll the dice accidentally hit each other and be like hey get off me i uh, feel like a deep fair because that's <laughs> it's uh that'd be that's why i i want to get the next quest so i can give him he gets my hand-me-down headsets so <laughs> sorry yeah. mm -hmm. easy to but so he'll get my quest two if i get like the quest three or if i win the you know the quest pro by getting super buff uh and then we'll get to that's the, another problem is we can't play quest games together we can play pc vr games together because mm -hmm. he's my old five but i don't know how we got on a tangent about this but now i'm I just don't gonna know tell what you're you talking about either why are you talking about different headsets again <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Movies. You're talking movies. about how you want to do more yeah. immersive okay. stuff yes. in movies. Okay. You know, the part about watching, um, the part that I love about watching like movies in big screen or, you know, in VR in general. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, I forgot to even mention this. I just remembered. I was supposed to tell you how I watched the Apple Vision Pro um, announcement. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was trying to stream it, got copyright strike. They were like, oh. no. Yeah, but then I appealed it a week later and they were like, okay, yeah, but I think they just didn't want you to shoot. Anyway, the whole, Life's that's not the point. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story <laughs> is afterwards, I was like, wow, this is such a momentous event. I can't believe I can't, you know, celebrate this or like watch this with, sorry if you can hear my dog. Um, I can't believe you can't watch this. I can't watch this with anyone because they're, you know, copyright striking and everything. 
And I was chatting in my Discord and um, Bran, who's my moderator, said he was like, oh, why don't you come over to my house and VR chat? I'm watching it here. So oh, I went and I have clips of it. I'm supposed to post I'm supposed to post it at some point when I find time in my life. Um, <laughs> but we watched uh, we watched the Apple Vision showcase together in his house in VR and it was so good in VR chat. And that was a really cool way. Like I didn't have anyone to watch it with because everyone's at work and I'm here. So mm -hmm. and they wouldn't let me stream it. Uh, yeah, I think then, a lot of people like that were trying to stream it got taken down. Actually, mm -hmm. VRA mentioned that too. So I guess one person was streaming it in 360, so somehow that got got uh, past their Crazy. whatever it is they, they tag it with. But yeah, <laughs> Apple. And then, oh right, and then I was gonna say so the the pun the. Gosh, I'm trying to say two words at the same time. The fun part about watching movies and big fart? screen is, yeah, is like, okay, during Christmas time, I actually, like, I used to spend a lot more time with my community. It's just been so busy lately. But we used to do movie nights every month. And around Christmas time, we actually watched Elf in, um, in big screen together. Love yeah. that movie. And we had, like, you know, and I always like picking the, the room in big screen where you have, um, it's like a private movie theater in someone's house it's like a really like beautiful like setting and it's really cozy and stuff and all of my you know the, everyone comes in and there's like you know usually around like 10 or so of us that watch movies together and it's just it's Aww. just really nice and you know we got to the christmas spirit everyone's avatars was dressed up in the christmas spirit and you know we threw Cute. popcorn and tomatoes at the tv <laughs> and like drew little christmas trees in the air while watching um while watching also there's a lot of really good things i think it has to be though not someone you're watching with in person it has to be someone. yeah like that's it's perfect for you know online friends that live in different cities states countries then it's or with you just community. can't or, or with your well i yeah. mean assuming they don't all live in the same city as you yeah it's like yeah. a city yeah. of jasmine <laughs> which would be yeah. hilarious or weird i don't know but um yeah in that case then it's just it's perfect because you can't if that's about as close as sort of being with them as you're gonna mm -hmm. get until you you know, meet in person or do something. But you know what you said about meditating in VR because it keeps you focused and mm -hmm. not distracted and you get to like really hone in on what you're doing. You know, I 90% of people watching stuff on TV are really on their phone most of the time. <laughs> and I think for that reason, if you just want to not be inundated by all this information, all this stuff always happening all around us, uh, watching something, mm -hmm, watching something in VR can really be a way to just focus for once on one thing and not be so distracted by everything. I wonder then if, because again, I haven't really done or touched any like productivity work related stuff in VR, but I wonder if that would kind of help. Like I know you'll oh, have totally. multiple apps that you can have, but you're kind of more forced to focus on, you know, a select few at a time, at least yeah. uh, with a quest. So that. Might actually, maybe I should look into that more. <laughs> I know a lot of, well, not a lot. I keep, why do I use hyperboles? I know it's like one or two. Software developers who use VR to code because it just helps them focus and not be distracted by anything. And they get to code while in space or some cool setting rather than, you know, just coding in their own place. Yeah. You can ignore all the mess around you unless you put on pass through. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited to at some point play Call of the Sea and I'm excited to see other like other ways of using VR outside of gaming overall. I think that's the takeaway that I have here. 
Yeah, I think, again, it's a shame that I'm not, I don't have other Apple devices because I feel like this would be, the uh, Apple Vision Pro would be the device that would finally, you know, tip me into wanting to try it because I feel like it's going to do it so well. But we'll see, you know. Because yeah, then this- not only... I have to spend four thousand or ish dollars for the headset, and then like I don't know how much a MacBook and iPhone is. That's just but like you don't need it. They don't. You don't need it. It's a standalone. It has its own like processor and everything. It's repla- It's supposed to replace your computer, your phone, whatever. I mean, yeah, but your phone, but your computer. But I like the fact that you could like transfer stuff over pretty oh. seamlessly if you've got like other Mac ecosystem. So I, then I would have to create stuff on the headset from scratch, or not create from scratch, but like. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I, I it would no. be easier if I could just like, oh, here's my phone. Here, look at it. Boom, the stuff is now in my, uh, you know, in my headset. Instead of like, let me figure out how to log I into see. this app and this program, and then, yeah, I know it's it's like first world problem, right? But <laughs> well, I guess you'll just have to be one of us. <laughs> I know when I converted Are you an Apple to, person? hmm. Are you an Apple person? I worked at Apple. <laughs> Shana, why bother asking? <laughs> I know. I was not an Apple person until I was there. And then everything was Apple. Like everything was Apple. And um, since then I converted and I've not really looked back since. I just, everything I own is Apple. It's just so easy, especially when editing stuff. You know, you film something on your phone, airdrop it to your computer, film something or like take mm-hmm. photos, airdrop it to your friend. It's like, it's so good. It's like magic. And, you know, I am really excited for the Vision Pro to see what kind of magic they can bring into it. But yeah, you should go watch that video Thrillmate. He recreated the UI, which is what everyone kept saying the Vision Pro is so special. Like why the Vision Pro is so special. So he recreated that in Quest Pro, which you won't be able to do anyway because you don't have a Quest Pro. So I guess you don't have to wow. watch that video. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> after five weeks. <laughs> Maybe after five weeks you'll get one. Oh, yeah. man. Ouch. <laughs> well, we really went full circle here. Well, I think that is uh, from us today. I think. Do you have Yay. anything else? No, I think we, we, oh. went, we blew through it all unless you had. Yeah. Well, we had the backup. We had the backup list of things we were going to talk about, but that's okay. Um, if you have anyone that you would, that you would recommend to, you know, be in our podcast, like some amazing women in the VR industry, XR industry, we would love to have them. So just let us know. We do have a Twitter. Oh my gosh, we have a Twitter. <laughs> so we yeah. have 15 followers. Um, and so if you want to, you know, follow our Twitter account. Um, I also didn't realize until today that I did, in fact, have the longest information, so I could have been doing things on it. But I uh, just like jazz, sometimes I forget yeah, things. That's a our lot. Twitter. I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> it's called VR and all that jazz. So follow us on Twitter and um, tell your friends. Tell your friends that, you know, if they want to hear some other thoughts in the VR industry. Uh, come listen to our podcast. All right, we'll yeah, see you 100%. next month. It's supposed to be every third Wednesday of the month, but next week is going to be on the second Wednesday, I believe, for reasons that are very important. So, <laughs> yes, aka her actually taking a break, yeah, being touching to, grass. I'm going to Hawaii <laughs> with sand. my family. So, so that's good. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you. And um, we'll see you next month when we have another couple of stuff. Goodbye. Bye.